Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon is with me, as he always is, as we're with you until 2 o'clock. Glad you're joining us here. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 4108 Street Southwest in Altoona. The hotline's going to be busy today, Trent. It's a Friday, and we are stacked up as we normally are. Paul Allen, the radio voice of the Minnesota Vikings, he's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive. Uh, PA will stop by and uh, we'll take a look back at last night's uh, loss to the Rams. Pretty entertaining football game. Yes. If you like points, you like offense, you like quarterback play, boy, we had a couple of them last night. Remember when Carson Wentz was head and shoulders above Jared Goff? What a mistake the Rams made. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe it was just Jeff Fisher. Maybe it was, uh, yes, because the light has gone on for Mr. Goff, and he looked unbelievable. But then again, Anthony Barr in coverage last night on a couple of them. Look, mm-hmm. one of them, it was just um, they were able to isolate him, right? And he just couldn't keep up, especially with Cooper Cup. Right. What story this kid is? Ah, third-round pick out of Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. Put huge numbers up on the red field, and... It's translated well, but they have so many weapons. They Robert do. Robert Woods and... That kid behind that lines up behind Gurley's not... I mean, behind Doug <laughs> yeah. Goff's not bad either. Brandon Cooks. Uh, and yeah. it's, it's incredible watching. It I is. was so entertained last night. And how about the Rams wearing the throwbacks? Boy, are those beautiful. They are, Trent, so much better than anything they could possibly come up with. Yep. Chris Hassel alerted to... Uh, did you, you follow Hassel, mm-hmm. right? You mentioned something about the... Um, the, the NFL will not allow the Rams to wear this uniform full time, but they've right. been they've been given a waiver to wear this uniform five times this year. I guess changing uniforms in the NFL is a process. It is, and they want to have their new uniforms maybe ready when they when have the, the stadium, new stadium opens, right? So that's will they the look like this it. now? Last year, and that's a good question. They better, yeah, that's, better. they better. But you saw last year when they went to the old look with the blue. Blue helmet with the ram uh-huh. horns that were white. Well, it looked awful with their combination. The helmet looked good, but the rest of their it uniform did, yeah. it didn't work out. So they're still going with that. But the reason they couldn't just go full and go back to just blue and white is because of that rule. And they changed uniforms semi-recently. It's stupid. It is stupid. It's stupid. But this reminds me of Youngblood and Dreyer, Deacon Jones. Yes. I mean, some of the great players and some of those great Rams teams from the 70s and 80s wear these things. Flipper Anderson. Flipper Anderson. Henry Ellard. Henry Ellard, sure. Dickerson. Yeah, yeah, I was on the defensive side of the ball. You switched sides, but you're right. Three good. Dieter Brock, or was he Ralph Brock when he was here? (laughs) The quarterback from Canada. Come on. Uh, No, I know Jim Everett. That's... Eras. We're, we're different eras. I, I we're know we are. Here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the only reason I know him is he played in Winnipeg in the 70s and went to this. Uh, went to the, in fact, I think he, he did the Bears beat him? 
think the Bears knocked the Rams out of the playoffs one year. 85. 85, and yeah. Brock was the QB. Okay. Anyways, uh, so we'll have Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings. Mr. Executive makes that possible. We get PA in 10 minutes. We also have Dylan Montz, who's on the ground in Texas. Uh, we'll talk to him. We'll preview tomorrow night's TCU-Iowa State game. The Hawks are off, but Tom Cakert isn't. He'll come in here and preview the second half of the season uh, with Trent and I at about 12.45. You Packer fans will get Dave Sinekin, the head cheese in here. Can the can the Buffalo Bills win back-to-back games? Well, no. No. I don't think they can, but they play the Packers. We'll get the latest with Dave on that. Bama Bob slides in. Trent and I have some work to do as far as our picks. Speaking of work to do, there's some Major League Baseball teams that have some work to do this weekend, Trent. Um, boy, oh boy, look, the Cardinals are a game out of the wild card. They're at Wrigley Field. That is going to be an unbelievable watch. Meanwhile, the Brewers get Detroit. Detroit begins the weekend only 32 games out of the wild card. Uh, <laughs> So if you're, but the, look, the Cubs have a one-game lead. Did what they needed to. Last Did night. what they needed to last night. Lester gutted it out. Yep. Bodie uh, killed him yesterday. Just how the numbers were were going bad. Apparently, somebody uh, that was uh, used fuel to his fire. He had a huge <laughs> triple in that game. Nice at bat. Second inning or third? Early in the game, anyways. Yeah. Um, second. Second inning, I think it was. And then uh, they were able to uh, to hold on. So big win last night as they split the uh, four-gamer with the Buccos. And, Trent, we're set up for an unbelievable weekend. I think we're going to have baseball on Monday. I really and truly do. I mean, we could see the Cubs play the Cardinals three times. The Brewers on Monday, if they lose, host the Cardinals or Dodgers before going back on the road, assuming they win, to play on Thursday night in Milwaukee. How about this? How about we get Brewers versus the Cubs mm-hmm. for the division? Mm-hmm. And also a tiebreaker game for the wild card. Sign me up. You in? Well, we got Chiefs Broncos Monday night. Can we play during the day? We'll play 1 o'clock and 4? Noon. Let's get them in. Okay. Noon, right when we start. Okay. Noon, 3.30, 7.30 kick. Yes. It's pretty good Monday. Sign me up. Yes. And it's... It's realistic. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's not a, a stretch. But again, the Cardinals are going to need these three games. The Tigers are looking forward to Monday when they mm-hmm. clean out the locker and go their separate ways. Cardinals sweep. Cardinals sweep. Dodgers win two out of three. That'll be a tie Playoff. for yep. the second wild card. Playoff, yep. Cards take two out of three. You need the Dodgers then to lose two out of three. Mm-hmm. And then whatever happens on the other side. You would figure Milwaukee's going to win at least two. Yeah. And if they win three, what's the most realistic scenario, though? Cubs take two out of three? I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. You seem concerned over there with those Cubs. Because I was reading, was it John Greenberg? No, uh, with The Athletic. Um, Oh, uh, Seth Greenberg. Yeah. Is it Seth? Seth, yeah. John Heyman with fans cited, which is fans something else now. Right. Regardless, I was reading The Athletic and the Cubs, and this is... From what they did coming back and winning two nights ago in extra innings. Well, mm-hmm. they blew the game. And then last night, this is going to push this team. It feels like the playoffs are finally I, I read the same piece. I'm thinking, I, you know, because it's tapped the brakes a little I, bit. I, I'm not buying it. No. They got lucky on they got lucky on Wednesday night. I mean, they they tried to give the game yep. away. Uh, Elmore comes up, up big, admittedly. 0-2, mm-hmm. he was down on the count, hits a base hit, finds a way through. Cubs win. Cubs win. Lester last night gutted it out. All right. And Lester will not pitch on Monday. He would pitch the wild card game on Tuesday. If they get there. If they get there. And assuming if they get there, then you don't have the ace of the staff until game three at the earliest. Right. 
in the divisional series. So I did not think we would be at this point with this team. I did not either. I thought they'd stretch it out. They'd win it by five, six, seven games in and the Because end. we thought we'd see the inevitable, yeah, the Brewers are a really nice story, but they can't close the deal. Right. And We're seeing that this year. They'll be the wild card team, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Instead, we come to this final weekend. Incredibly intriguing. I'm, it I'm is. Well, up. look, the Brewers and the Cardinals were both off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cubs played a night game. You know, and they're back early today. They got a one yeah, one twenty yeah, first pitch this too. afternoon. Yeah. So, yee, yee, yee. Uh, off we go to the Twin Cities. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with the voice of the Vikings. Vikings fall last night. You know what? I don't think it's gloom and doom. No, I don't either. For the Vikes. I, I think you can take a lot more positive than negative out of that game. Right. I mean, and they're 1-2-1. and one. You mm-hmm. can make the case... You know, they they missed three field goals, but they kind of got a lucky break when Clay Matthews roughed the passer, right? They did. The Packers had a field goal at the end of regulation to win it. They had an opportunity to win, kicker, too. Mason Krause. Who had made, what, was he five for five at that point and missed his sixth or four for four and missed his fifth? Something along those lines. And then the Buffalo game, you can't tell me that the Griffith News did not yeah. affect that locker room um, because Buffalo's not that good. Anyways, not gloom and doom for the Vikings. PA next. Uh, then we'll get into our last look at the clones. We'll talk to uh, Tom Cakert on the Hawks. We've got a busy 1 o'clock hour as well. Trent and I till 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. <laughs> Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Hello, everybody. I'm Charles Eston. And when my daughter Addie was diagnosed with leukemia, it was the darkest day of our lives. But the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings light to that darkness. Light the Night walks are magical events of hope and illumination where thousands of patients, family, friends, and co-workers come together to raise money for the battle against blood cancers. My Addie is a survivor. Won't you join my grateful family and so many others in bringing light to the darkness of cancer at a Light the Night walk near you? Please visit LightTheNight.org. The Light the Night walk is Sunday, September the 30th at Principal Park. Registration starts at 5.30. The walk begins at 7.30. For more information, go to LLS.org backslash Iowa. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and punt it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. 
I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI. Then contact us for a free quote. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. On Saturday, September 29th, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Iowa, will be holding its 12th annual walk. Proceeds from this event will support NAMI's education programs. It will also support services for individuals living with mental health conditions and their loved ones. The walk will be held at Terra Lake Park in Johnston. Check-in begins at 8.30 a.m. The walk will begin at 10 a.m. Walkers can choose between a 5-kilometer or a 1-kilometer route. To register or to learn more, visit namiwalks.org forward slash Iowa. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. And Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference, the perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Mr. Executive makes it possible to talk to the radio voice of the Minnesota Vikings on a weekly basis. We're grateful to Mr. Executive for that and to Paul Allen uh, for joining us. P.A. Trenton, Ken, how much sleep did you get? Hey, uh, what's up with your co-host, Kenny, man? He got uh, stuck so badly in Vegas, he just asked me to borrow $1,000. <laughs> well, he hit up me earlier in the week, so this doesn't surprise me, uh, PA. No, it didn't go well yeah, for Trent. Did not go well. It was ugly. 
Yeah. When did you I'm guys get a... You every, I'm here for you every Friday at 12.15, and now main man's hitting me up for a dime. <laughs> hey, when did you get home? 4.30 in the morning. No, did you Did you work today? Did you do your show? I did the final hour of my show about uh, 40 minutes from where I live. It's a... Uh, it's at a Buffalo Wild Wings. It's called the Friday Football Feast, and um, I'm very prideful in those shows. We get good crowds, good energy, and um, I definitely wanted to make it out to part of it. I uh, saw a really good quarterback play from both teams last night, Paul. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a terrific football game. So did Jared Goff. Did Goff's performance surprise you, or did you know he was all uh, ascending to that level? Uh, first of all, the NFL may have gotten these Thursday night games fixed. I yeah. think... Uh, the Browns game was exciting with Baker Mayfield. And last night's game, I mean, my favorite team did not come out on top. What an unbelievably entertaining game. And entertaining game with high-end talent all over the field. I mean, I'm still abuzz at how good that game was. Uh, no, Jared, well, it doesn't surprise me with Jared. Uh, in watching back uh, uh, really one, uh, one and a half of his games, Chargers in Arizona, um, he, he's better than he was last year. And Mike Zimmer told me that into the game, that golf is improving, leaps and bounds, really, really play-by-play. Play. And he made a couple of passes last night that won to Cooper Cup back right at the end zone. That was spectacular. And the pass he made to Todd Gurley on Anthony Barr, that, that was absolutely perfect, too. So he, uh, he's become uh, one, of the, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. No lot of hand-wringing about the defense. Anthony Barr got caught a couple of times and, and just uh, bad matchups for him. How concerning was it for you seeing what the Rams were able to do in the 38 points? I'm not as mad at Barr as, uh, as the public up here is. Now, on the, on the Todd Gurley touchdown where they isolated Barr, really, with all due respect, there's not a linebacker in the NFL who's going to cover that. It's just not going to happen. I mean, Barr kept, Barr kept inside leverage, and Gurley ran to the spot, and Goff put it there. It was a brilliant, brilliant play. And there's no way, can I believe, he had responsibility on Cooper Cup on a 70-yard touchdown and Robert Woods on his TD. Um, so with all that said, um, if that's how the Rams schemed it and they got it that way, then props to them. Very high-end offense, best in the NFL. It's not even close. Uh, the Vikings clearly have some major issues in their secondary right now. Uh, they get uh, some time off to figure it out. Uh, that includes the nickel spot, whether it's Mackenzie Alexander, Mike Hughes. Uh, third-year guy J. Ron Curse is playing really well right now. He, uh, he made the defensive play of the game for us when he knocked the ball away from Cooper Cup uh, very late in the game, or the Rams win the game there. Uh, but there, there are communication issues the Vikings are having now. Hmm. You know, a couple of injury things, P.A. Trey Wayne's part of that uh, secondary. Uh, he got hurt last night. And then Dalvin Cook, uh, who I don't think was anywhere close to being 100%. What's his status? It was, was he um, gutting it out last night? Well, he, I, he could not play in the Bills game. You know, there, there were some who thought the Vikings would win by a million outside of your co-host with the only Betty Cash in Vegas, uh, the Bills plus 16 and a half. Uh, but Cook could not play in that game because of the hamstring, and he was very questionable all week. They, he and the, and the medical staff got him ready to go, and I thought he looked okay. You know, but then for whatever the reason, he didn't play in the second half. With, uh, with, with Trey Waynes, you know, it really hurts a team when you are in and out of games during games um, because he did it in the Bills game and he did it again last night. And I'm not knocking Trey because I'm sure he was hurt, 
but you're then having to put guys in spots where they didn't practice during the course of the week. And when you do that against Cooks, Woods, Goff, Gurley, and Cup, you're going to get beat, and you're going to give up more than 500 uh, yards of offense. The uh, whistle came down from the booth. Adam Thielen had to leave the game. He was incredibly upset, took a shot across the middle. Did you have a problem with the PA? Is there something better the NFL can do? I understand at one point, but I know that upset a lot of Viking fans last night. No, he had to leave the game. I mean, it's NFL 2018, and it's protecting players, and and I agree with it. And after looking back at the hit, I can completely understand why they asked him to leave the game. No problem with it at all. Yeah, Uh, Dan Bailey, Paul, he was perfect last night, and it wasn't the prettiest, at least his first couple of kicks. The uh, one of his point afters, and maybe his first field goal. But he seemed to, you know, he seemed to get better as the uh, as the game went on. Even a veteran guy like that, do you think that was nerves early? Kenny, he's unbelievable. I mean, I watch him every day in practice. The Tuesday before we left to L.A., you know, I, I watched him hit two consecutive 57-yard field goals, and it's just effortless with him. You know, he, he's missed two extra points his entire career. He's like 280 for 282. He's only missed one extra point since they moved it back to the 33. I mean, the, the guy is unbelievably reliable, and the Vikings are very blessed to have him. But how about this? And I don't know if you guys know this or not because I haven't read the uh, story accounts or anything, but in chatting with offensive coordinator John Filippo after the game, when the Vikings got the ball down 38-31 before the strip sack, the plan was to go down the field, get a touchdown, and then go for two and win the game. Mm. And kick the extra point and try to go to overtime. They were going to go for two. I thought that was exciting. I hadn't seen that. That's good news. And uh, I was good watching info. the game with a couple of Viking fans, and we brought up that very point, shoot out like this. How about you go for it and go for the win if they would have got that? And I wonder if a part of this, PA, is we saw the long snapper lose a portion of his Yeesh. finger. Take us to that story. And secondly, maybe that also played a little bit of a role. Well, first of all, Trent, you were pissed off last night because you probably bet 500 on the under in the first half. And then we had a million points. So now, like, you're pissed off the rest of the night. Uh, with, with McDermott's finger situation, when I talked to him after it was wrapped up, um, I'm not exactly sure what it looks like. I'm not sure if part of the finger was severed. Uh, if it was, uh, it was not on his person which means if that's the case, there may be part of a finger laying somewhere on the turf at the L.A. Coliseum, which is going to make for a very eye-opening experience for lawnmower guy when he hits that turf today. Oh, nasty. Uh, Paul, looking ahead to next week, doesn't get much easier, right? Here come the defending Super Bowl champs, or I guess you guys go to defending Super Bowl champs. But you get a long week, P.A., just kind of, you know, prior to next week, kind of give us your thoughts on this one. Well, I'm going to watch Eagles-Titans live this weekend uh, to kind of get a feel for Philly. I have not seen Philly play this year. Uh, They're having problems in their secondary, kind of like us, uh, but they're winning games where we're not. Uh, So with that said, it really, cliche as it is, Kenny, it's all about Minnesota right now. Uh, We can't run. We have zero rushing touchdowns and communication breakdowns in the secondary. you got to monitor the Everson-Griffin situation uh, personally and professionally. And uh, they just got to get better. I mean, this is about the Minnesota Vikings winning games so that we're not doing this at 12-15 on Friday, right around Christmas. And I'm sitting here bitching about the loss to Buffalo, the tie to Green Bay, 
and, and two games the Vikings should have won and how it plays into playoff seeding. Mm. Uh, Paul, last thing for you. A very envious you and Wabi yesterday. Uh, Clockers Corner at San Anita. It's spectacular there, Paul, is it not? Best road trip I've uh, had in my 17 years doing Vikings football. You know, uh, I lived and worked in Southern California for 15 years, went to high school, junior college, and covered horse racing for five years. Uh, for me, that's where my life started in horse racing. That's where my racetrack announcing career started by sitting in the grandstand at Santa Anita and calling 500 races into a tape recorder so I would have a tape. And uh, to be able to go back there for morning workouts uh, Thursday morning and just experience the whole Los Angeles vibe for about two and a half days, best road trip I've ever had in my life. Mm. Good stuff, Paul. Thanks for coming on today. We'll talk to you next Friday. Yep, see you. Uh, better luck next time, Trent. Thanks, PA. Appreciate it. <laughs> See you, boys. Uh, see you, PA. Uh, Paul Allen, voice of the uh, Minnesota Vikings, radio-wide. I don't think it's gloom and doom. I don't either. I, was, I, like I didn't to... realize they hadn't scored a touchdown on the ground. No rushing yeah. touchdowns yet. And, and that's probably, I mean, mm-hmm. just the running game in general. You saw it. And now you're also going against Sue and yeah. Donald. Elite. So, fine. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem, I guess the biggest problem, is if the Bears do do what you think they can do and – Keep winning games and maybe some ugly ones and and but ten five and one I think wins the division for the Vikings and the Bears and the Vikings play week seventeen they do as they have I was up there last year for that game uh-huh. up at U.S. Bank uh yeah wouldn't that be fun if it came down to that maybe that might I be might the need to flex get my tickets game. now really if that yeah. might be the one that NBC's looking to flex right. in the prime time uh, oh a long way to go yes, obviously yes, tap yes. the brakes a little bit boys uh we'll come back we Those will lions take... might have something to say with it you're wearing a lions jacket told today. you i got this thing for nothing look at how nice this it's is sharp it's under armor it's got it's uh water resistant well the perfect day for it that's why i wore it <laughs> Um, and no. Danger will really enjoy that. You got to show that to him. During yeah, the break. you know, I think I'll go. The Lions the fan in the building, Danger from down at the country station. Pittsburgh Penguins, Penguins. Detroit Lions. Well, Quite a combo. San Francisco Giants, maybe. You or never know. Yeah. Uh, who knows? We will uh, come back. We're going to take a look at the Cyclones TCU game. Dylan Montz is in Texas. Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com. Uh, Dylan will join us first. Then we'll get Tom Cakert in here. We'll take a look at, uh, we'll look forward with Tom as the Hawks are off this weekend before they head to the Twin Cities. Are you going, by the way, next week? Yeah, I think I am. Got got the... 60-40, uh, Probably 90-10. Oh, so you're going. I got the hall pass. Did you? Well, we were getting... The boys' trip was Indiana. Mm-hmm. Then a bunch of people couldn't make Indiana work. I couldn't make Indiana work because it's a lot longer than Minneapolis. I can make Minneapolis work. Four-hour drive. Three and a half. Well, well for you, three right, and a yeah, half. Yeah, for, West Des Moines, four. Yeah. Closer to four. Up at four. Green, Bay, green belt by eight. <laughs> I can make that work. Tickets, how much? Give me an idea. Uh, 80 bucks. Right. The, you know, the Gophers, they, they hate Iowa. Mm-hmm. And the chant will be out there. There won't be many people tailgating, I'm sure, as early as we are, though. You're a late arriving crew, those Gopher fans. Green belt at 8 a.m. We'll come back with uh, Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune. He's next. Trent and I till 2. Busy 1 o'clock hour. Dave Sinekin on the Packers. Bama Bob on college football. Our picks. Tom Caker, 1245. As we continue on Football Friday, it's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. <laughs> Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Opportunity on Deck, a local nonprofit providing free sports opportunities to youth who have never had the chance to play organized athletics before, is hosting a sports equipment drive through their replay program at the Waukee Homecoming football game against East Friday night. Simply bring your slightly used cleats, tennis shoes, and equipment to the game, and you'll receive free admission for equipment valued at $10 or more. Thank you for your support, and we can't wait to see you at the game Friday night in Waukee with Opportunity on Deck. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100 Street in Urbandale and online at Sinorama.com slash ia dash it's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Usually at this point we get our last look at the Clones and the Hawks. We'll do that with Iowa State. We can't do that with Iowa. They're off this week, but we'll get Tom Cakert in here at Trent and we'll uh, preview the remainder of the season. Um, but right now we're going to head to De- Texas, shall we? I don't know if he's in Fort Worth or Dallas, but he's in the state of Texas. He's Dylan Mons from the Ames Tribune, where he'll cover TCU and Iowa State tomorrow night in Fort Worth. And he joins us. Dylan, Trenton, Ken, safe flight, apparently. Um, what time did you get there? Yeah, it was all smooth sailing and uh, really easy today. I ended up getting here uh, about 9, nine o'clock, so uh, pretty early, um, but which is, is good. I like kind of getting here and getting settled and um, kind of uh, checking some things off my list uh, before uh, tomorrow hits because obviously it gets busy. Non-stopper on American? Uh, yeah, nonstop perfect. American right into DFW. So, yeah, perfect. And then staying pretty close to the airport, too, which is, is kind of nice for heading back. Good stuff. Well, Dell, let's get into the uh, the game itself. And, you know, this TCU team, I, I thought they went toe-to-toe with Ohio State with the exception of a few minutes in the third quarter. I thought that they would beat Texas last week. Texas jumped up and picked them off again. Uh, another bad stretch there in the third quarter for TCU. They've clearly got athletes on both sides of the football. When you look at TCU, have they underachieved maybe so far? I mean, their wins of Southern and SMU on a Friday night, and then you know two teams, Ohio State and Texas, picked them off. Now they get a bye week after this week. I'm assuming the last thing they want to do is go into their bye off uh, back to back to back losses. Uh, what do you expect tomorrow from TCU? Yeah, kind of what's uh, really hurt them the last couple of weeks has been the turnovers that they've had, and Sean Robinson is obviously. Uh, really talented and, and can kind of make plays through the air or with his feet, but uh, he's kind of um, hit some snags with his game, and I think that's reasonable to expect from a guy as young as he is. But I think um, what they do uh, pretty well for the most part is, is play on the defense, and that's kind of the, been the, the key under Gary Patterson and kind of what the staple of his teams have been. So I think they get back to that, and then certainly with some of the um, inconsistencies that Iowa State has had on offense, um, you know, that, that'll be a tough challenge for the Cyclones just to kind of see what they can get rolling. But, um, yeah, they're kind of an in, in an interesting spot right now, like you mentioned, with where they're situated in their schedule. So 
uh, really kind of uh, an important game for them, and certainly um, it could be for Iowa State just to try to get uh, a little bit of juice going before they head into the rest of their meaty part of the schedule. Well, you mentioned some of those offensive struggles, and a lot of them have come after they move the football, get down inside the red zone, or maybe even a little bit before. Good news, Connor Asali's been excellent. Bad news, you want to be converting seven instead of three. What do you think uh, Coach Campbell and company have been working on to maybe to relieve some of those issues inside the red zone? It, yeah, I think that's a really good question and something that was a little bit of a talking point this week. But, um, you know, some of those in, field goals in the Akron game, it was just time and situation. Like the, the last one at the end of the fourth quarter, they were just getting in the spots, kind of run out the clock and kick it off. And there are things like that. And then um, there are missed opportunities. You even look back to the Iowa game when Josh Mueller has a false start. Um, inside the, the file, I believe, and I was going to have to back up and kick it when they were going to go for it on fourth. But I think to really get it going, it's just um, seeing what the offensive line can do because you know you get a little bit more constricted on, on what you can call and some of the opportunities that you have when you get in the red zone. But it's making sure that group uh, up front is really sound just so you can give that time to drop back and, and dump it off to somebody or you can give David Montgomery a hold to really kind of keep the – keep the chains moving or keep pushing forward. So I, I think it probably starts with that group, but then um, it's just having that confluence of, of uh, time and call and situation all come together because, um, you know, when they have uh, gotten down into the red zone, one of those things has been off more often than not. So it's just kind of putting it all together now. You know, this this TCU team, and sure, their calling card with Patterson is going to be defense. But, you know, when I look at that offense, and Sean Robinson can run the football, he's a threat to, you know, extend plays with his legs, clearly. He's got a couple of really good receivers. That kid, Raygor, is uh, is a deep threat. Turpin is as fast as anybody uh, on the field, maybe. Um, you know, he is incredible. The, the running game's got a thunder of lightning. Anderson, and I won't even attempt to say the big kid's name, number 33, who's 6'3", 230. 35 pounds, Alana Lua, or something like that is, I think, how you say his name. But this is a good offense with a ton of weapons, Dylan Montz. Iowa State's defense was good in their own right. They'll be tested tomorrow. For sure. And that's kind of the thing that you've seen maybe the last few years out of Gary Patterson where they had such a solid defense and the offense was maybe um, left you wanting more time. They really kind of duplicated what they've done on defense, where they put athletes all over the field on offense. Um, he is tons of speed. You mentioned Turpin. That, um, they've really been able to kind of find answers at quarterback, too, even if they've had both starts. Kenny Hill had some up-and-down moments, but mm-hmm. he was good. Um, you look back to Casey Paul, who was there, uh, Andy Dalton back in his day, um, and Trayvon Boykin, obviously, too. So they've, they've gotten kind of, uh, you know, even if they've kind of had to weather some uh, rough times at quarterback, they've gotten guys to play pretty well, and it, it all starts right there, but I think uh, just the, the weapons that they've been able to put out on the outside um, is huge, and it'll be a tough challenge for, for the defense. And um, you know, I think uh, Oklahoma is probably going to be their toughest challenge, but this this group uh, can pose uh, quite a few problems as well. Have you heard much from the TCU perspective? Are they using last year and what happened in the loss as, as motivation payback? Have you heard that from the TCU camp? Hey, you know what? Not really a ton, and I think kind of only about the beginning, I think just to kind of what they've had going on with themselves the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. with um, Ohio State and, and um, Texas, uh, I think they're really kind of focused more on that and, and correcting the, the here and now. But I, I think really what last year kind of showed, not only TC, but I would say as well, is how um, the, the matchups can 
be so marginal, and you have to kind of, um, you know, really kind of take care of things because they, anyway, I think TCU, yeah, their only touchdown last year was that uh, Turpin kickoff return at the beginning of the third quarter. So it's just kind of um, the, the turnover battle is so important. Um, I think they had two turnovers inside the red zone or inside the 10 at least, uh, something like that. But I think it's just kind of, uh, you know, being on your, on your game a little bit there too, just kind of, um, keep those marginal aspects uh, tight because I think um, this will be a close game and uh, that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, Mueller, you think he's going to play tomorrow? Uh, it, it sounds like uh, he could have gone maybe if the game had been a day late last week. So it sounds like he'll be back and, and ready to go. I haven't heard definitively, but it was trending in a, in a positive way. So I would expect to see him. Speaking of guys, we might see a little bit. Are we going to see David Purdy again? Is it spot opportunities? And and Kyle Kemp, it's later in the week. We talked about it earlier. Uh, still pointing to West Virginia, maybe Oklahoma State next week? Yeah, with Kemp, I, I think it could be a couple more weeks. Okay. Um, I, they're, they're certainly in no hurry to rush him back, so I think you could maybe see him. Um, the West Virginia game, I still think he's probably a couple weeks away. But um, Brock Purdy, I think they do like what, what he can kind of give them a little bit. They talked about his mobility this week um, and how he, he certainly isn't the uh, the, the size of Joel Lanning, but he has some of those abilities where he can get in there and run and, and execute a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see him a little bit more just because he gives you something a little bit different than, than Zeb. But, um, yeah, I think they, they've certainly liked what he's, he's given in practice, and although he didn't get in there for, for many snaps against, um, you know, again last week, I think he's just um, kind of that guy that they can do a few different things with, and that's what they're excited about and going to try to use here going forward. Well, you're on the ground already. you got a late game tomorrow night, so you don't have to bust your you-know-what to get up in the morning to get to the stadium. What are you What, what are you and the rest of the media doing on your Friday night in Dallas? You guys got plans? Uh, you know, I, I think we're still trying to talk it through. I, I know a couple guys are finishing up work and, and kind of seeing what else uh, was going on, but I have a college roommate that uh, is lives in Houston, and he's coming up uh, for the weekend, so I'm going to meet up with him at some point, I'm sure, but... Yeah, it, 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 there's a lot to do down here, and it, it's going to be nice weather, it sounds like. So that's, that's always good. You can get out and, and see a few things and do a few things. Wonderful city. Dylan, enjoy it. We'll read you as we always do, aimstrip.com. Follow Dylan on Twitter, at Dylan Montz. We'll reconvene and wrap things up on Monday after uh, Matt Campbell's teleconference. Maybe there'll be some more light shed on the Kyle Kemp situation. Thank you, Dylan. Enjoy your night off down there, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Absolutely, guys. Thank you. Yeah, good to talk to you. Dylan Montz on the ground covering Iowa State in Texas. TCU, Iowa State, 6 o'clock. ESPNU? Yeah, on the ESPNU. U. 208 on your direct TV. 208. Well, Tom Kaker's got the weekend off as well. Scott Dockerman, how about the Athletics sending him to Lincoln? To Enjoy cover- your week off. Really? Purdue, Nebraska. Get your tickets I wonder now. what he did wrong uh, to get the Purdue-Nebraska game. So Doc heads over to Lincoln. Tom Kaker's got the weekend off. What are you doing for HawkeyeReport.com, Tom Kaker? Are you taking the weekend off? Are you going to find something to do? So I'm working on a basketball recruiting thing today, but tomorrow I'll be uh, overwatching my son's uh, high school team play soccer in the afternoon because all the games in the early afternoon – appear to be real dogs mm-hmm. all the action isn't until the evening that's tomorrow. true that's a that's a good point uh yeah what would be well we i think we uh, we identified texas tech west virginia maybe the best game in the 11 o'clock 
Is there yeah. one in the 230 that stands out? I mean, no, there really isn't, is it there? It stinks. Tom, no, that's a great point. I mean, tomorrow night, yeah. I, I really wish they'd move, you know, like Notre Dame, Stanford or something to like a 230 slot. Mm-hmm. It would be great if they would do if they would have thought about that. So you don't yeah. have that game going against Ohio State, Penn State. Yep. And, uh, but, oh, well. Say la vie. Indeed. Well, Tom, surf. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be surfing. I'm, I'm with you. Um, let, let's look ahead. No, you know what? Let's start with the first four games of the season, right? Um, so much on the line, I get it, and so much disappointment. I think maybe Hawkeye, uh, the Hawkeye fans are starting to get over it a little bit, although not... Uh, no, nope, not over here. You're not over there. No. Um, but, you know, first four games, Tom, they're 3-1. and one. Are they where you thought that they would be at, at this point? Is is the um, you know the the downtroddenness maybe is it deserved at this point, or maybe should we realize when we think back? Look, I'm not sure too many people had them at four and zero. Yeah, I I kind of had, had them at three and one, so um, you know it's kind of played out the way I thought it would so far. Actually, I'm almost more encouraged by what I've seen than discouraged because I, I think the defense has been better than I thought. The offense is kind of evolving into something that could be a little bit better here as we move forward. So I'm not all that alarmed. I mean, hell, the playing game's been good. I mean, Rastetter, <laughs> for the most part, has been really good this year. We haven't had that to worry about. Now, the return game, after the last game, probably a little more concern there, but I just, you know, I think they're okay. And I think that's the frustration for me at 3-1 and one is, it feels like this team should be 4-0. and Motivation yeah. now going forward with the way the West race looks. I mean, Iowa has to finish a game ahead of Wisconsin. There isn't more than likely going to be another suitor in the West. Tom, is it? do you think there could be some difficulty at times motivation-wise with this Iowa team? Or because it's Kirk Ferentz in the one-game mentality, one at a time, that they'll be okay? Yeah, I think they'll be okay. They're just mentally, they're just in that. I, I that built that way. I do think the real issue for them in the next five weeks is you've got two back-to-back road games, and mm-hmm. and that's that's going to be, I think, maybe the biggest thing that uh, that is a roadblock for them is you know going back to back Minnesota, Indiana, then going back to back later in the month, uh, early November to Penn State and Purdue. Um, there's just those are some landmines for sure in there, and I just I don't think it's re- obviously not realistic that they're going to run the rest of the way and not lose a game, and you know there's probably at least two losses in there uh, before they get to that final stretch uh, where they play two or three at home. Mm. Tom, early in the week came out that um, you know, look the, the fan base wants to see more of AJ up in Essa. So do I, uh, quite <laughs> frankly. But it doesn't sound like maybe that's going to be the case, right? They're still being very cautious with the five-star defensive end. Um, will that be the case throughout the entire season? Do you think, or is there an opportunity perhaps for him to, you know, just to say for the coaches to say, look, we we can't keep this guy down anymore. We have to get him more involved. What do you think? How are they going to handle Epinesa? I, I think it's more situational than anything else. If they're going to play a team that's throwing the ball a lot, uh, I think you're going to see Epinesa in there more. 
when they play a team like Wisconsin that is ball control and runs the ball, I think you're going to see a lot more Hesse Nelson. That's I, I think that's how it's kind of went all year, and I think that's kind of how it's going to go the rest of the way, at least this season. Tom, with that, uh, you've done some work here. Rivals uh, came to an agreement with Pro Football Focus. I love the work that the guys do over there. And you uh, read into some of the numbers. Help us out a little bit, kind of those advanced metrics, if you will, for football and what you were able to pull away here through the first week from the offense and the defense. Yeah, I, you know, I just pulled up the offensive one. And uh, it was interesting to kind of look at, you know, from Stanley's perspective, He's throwing, you know, this isn't the Greg Davis offense, which was throw it to the perimeter and, and see if guys make plays. They're throwing, they're working the middle of the field almost two thirds of the time. And, uh, they've had pretty good success, uh, getting the ball middle of the field. Uh, the perimeter has been a problem, especially short perimeter passes have been an issue. If you look at the running backs, uh, or the run game, you know, I think we've all got that narrative in our head that Iowa just runs left all the time. And, in fact, they, they don't. It's 77 times left, 72 times right. And now the left side has been better, 4.7 yards, uh, 4.1. Um, but other than that, I, you know, I, I just uh, I think they've been pretty balanced in that regard. On the defensive side, you know, I didn't put anything together, but I think the thing that's the most interesting part of this uh, defensively, and I asked Phil about this the other day because he brought it up. They just haven't created many turnovers this year. And you would think as well as they have done defensively against the run, putting teams in third and longs, and et cetera, that they just have not created fumbles or interceptions uh, this year at the rate that you would think somebody this good defensively would be doing, and and I uh, kind of asked him, do you think that's just one of those things that's going to come? And he just kind of didn't didn't really know, but he, he thinks it, it will, but can't say for sure. It's just, you know, turnovers got to make plays. Mm. Tom Kankert, HawkeyeReport.com is our guest. Well, Tom, um, you know, we get to, at this point, we get to do a redo, right? I was 7-5 and five before the season just because there was – Nobody was at seven and five, and everybody was eight and four, nine and three. So I thought I'd be the contrarian and go seven and five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna up that to nine and three. Where were you, and what are you after four weeks of the season? We all get to redo at this point, Tom Kekert. <laughs> yeah, we do. I I was at uh, eight and four, and I think I'm gonna revise it up to nine and three. But that's a real tentative nine and three. But I. I, you know, because I could see them losing three of those four road games. I really could. And Indiana just scares the devil out of me, you know, just because it feels trappish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, going to Purdue is always, you know, they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they've lost three games, uh, three those three losses were by eight points. They destroyed Boston College last week. Mm-hmm. I think they're a pretty decent team. And, and we saw what they did at Kinnick last year against uh, the cornerbacks that will be out there against them. And Josh Jackson is not going to be available to save the day <laughs> or attempt to save the day this year. So, um, yeah, I, that's a scary game. And uh, Penn State's offense is averaging 55 points a game. 
know. Yeah, those are the two to me, Tom. I'm with you. I think Penn State and Purdue are going to be their two losses. I'm back on the Purdue thing, Trent Condon. Oh, boy. Here we go again. Sindelar's back. They got two quarterbacks, Blau and Sindelar. That's the game I'm watching at 2.30 tomorrow. Going to watch Purdue and Nebraska. I'm going to j- fall on the grenade. You you have a lot more time than the rest of us do, <laughs> Ken Miller. Tom Kaker. Purdue, Purdue minus three seems like a really good bet, by the way. Oh, Tom Kaker mm. paying attention to that. Why wouldn't he be? He likes to dabble. At least he likes to watch. Tom, great. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your son's soccer game. We will preview Minnesota and Iowa at this time next week. Thank you, Tom Kaker. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com. Last look at the Cyclones with Dylan Montz, who's... In Dallas, uh, already, uh, TCU and Iowa State tomorrow night at 6. Boy, I'm, wished, I'm with Tom. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to flex some of those prime timers a little mm-hmm. earlier in the day tomorrow? couple of 2.30s. Remember when that was the window? Well, look, For the longest it, it, time? It's true. But the, and the SEC usually holds up their end of the bargain. Tennessee, Ooh. Georgia tomorrow, Trent? Spreads 31. Tennessee, Georgia was a big football game. Jeremy Pruitt's got some problems down He's there. He's got a bunch of problems. So you're not going to be watching that. And look at 2.30 slots. What has Fox got later on? Uh, Michigan Northwestern. And you don't think that's going to be close, do you? Didn't you say early in the week that you didn't think that? Yeah, that that's going to be one of my picks. Oh! Uh, yeah, I, I have an opinion in that game. Okay, well, uh, don't let the cat out of the bag. Make the audience stick around yes. for that because, Trent, as you know, um, you were 3-2 last week. I was. You winning. were on the right side of things. I was 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. We're both over 500. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm very pleased with the effort so far. But the prime timers, just to, you know, Iowa State, TC with six. Ohio State, Penn State, 630. South Carolina, Kentucky, I think it's a big spot. Stanford, Notre Dame, I'm convinced it's a big spot. BYU, Washington, that's a sneaky football game. Old Miss and LSU. Then the Pac-12ers later at night, Oregon, Cal, USC and Arizona. This is a multiple TV weekend. And, and Trent, the day stinks early, Mm -hmm. but as we slide toward the uh, end of the college football Saturday, boy, it gets good. We're out of hour. Dave Sinekin starts the first hour, or the next hour, rather. Uh, Bama Bob's going to slide in. So are Trent and I with our picks before we leave it, too. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports. 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part you get the savings while still getting all the service professional photography a short three-month contract social media marketing sign in lockbox all major real estate websites and of course your home will be on the mls as well get it all and save money we like the sound of that Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin 
can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggett. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. I used to post to job boards. Only to sort through tons of resumes. Just to find a few candidates for... My sales team. My hair salons. That old process was... Not not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash try. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and punt it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. Get more information at arl-iowa.org backslash birthdays. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a